What's up, everybody? This is Nick with Agent Elite. I have with us today Nick Reese, our COO and co-founder. Today, we're going to be talking about seller leads, why they're important and why you need to focus on them. Well, I mean, seller leads, I mean, everybody knows why they're important, right? That's yeah. where we make our money. Um, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, when we talk about buyer leads and seller leads, there's a couple different, you know, uh, marketing techniques or strategies that, you know, um, take part, right? I mean, e each one is a little differently. You know, a lot of, most of our buyer leads are coming through, you know, uh, Google, right? They're coming through the, the, the search engines or, you know, people are moving out of town, so they don't necessarily know specific agents or, you know, who to contact or reach. And, and that's why, you know, primarily the internet marketing, Google search engines, you know, that's where you're getting a lot of your buyer leads from. But when we talk about seller leads, um, it's a completely different story. Um, you know, most people that are looking to sell will typically, um, you know, list with uh, an agent that is dominantly, you know, marketing heavily in that area, um, or they go, you know, with a friend or a family member or someone that they know. Um, you know, we always say 80% of most of a, of a real estate agent's um, money will come based on NAR, right, will come through their sphere of influence. Um, it's their referral network, right? What's interesting is 64% of sellers, you know, find their agent through a referral by either a family uh, or a friend. And so I think this is where like social media plays a, a really big role, um, especially when it comes to staying in touch with your sphere of influence. Um, you know, I think it's it should be a primary focus when we talk about um, seller leads. Um, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, we, we can set our prospects up or, you know, our leads up on, you know, marketing automation or drip email and things of that nature. Um, at, at the same time, it's not as personable, right, as 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 social media has allowed, um, you know, us to be or interact with our sphere. And, you know, the whole idea is making sure that we're consistently staying in front, you know, of the people that we do know and the people that we come across. And the best way to utilize that is, you know, through Instagram um, or even through Facebook. It gives me the ability to um, continually post every time I sell a listing, which, um, you know, obviously keeps me in front of my sphere. Um, but it also gives me the ability to market and showcase myself as an expert, you know, on a consistent basis without being too spammy, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then the other statistics really that I came across is 70% of sellers would definitely use the same agent again. Yeah. The challenge with, um, well, not even a challenge, but one reason why most people won't relist with their buyer's agent or their seller's agent is because of the lack of follow through or the lack of just, you know, being connected, yeah. you know, and so you know, that's where your money's at is making sure that, you know, when I'm generating buyer leads, right, I have systems in place to make sure that I stay in touch with them, but not just stay in touch with them from a money aspect, but it's building that personal relationship, relationship with them. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a friendship almost. You know, and then for, and then how many friends do they have? So, yeah. you know, obviously what I'm trying to do is build this long-term relationship. So not only when they're ready to sell, they're going to list with me, but when they have family members or friends that are looking to either list or sell that I'm the first person that they're thinking of. Yeah. And if I'm not staying in front of those people, right, on a personal level, then the chances or the percentage of that decrease dramatically. 
And I, I think that's what agents really need to, you know, need to understand, right? Now, I mean, there's, you know, other different ways. I mean, that's just when we talk about referral, sphere of influence, right? That's probably the most important, mm -hmm. right? And being consistent at everything that we do, right, from a social media standpoint um, is going to be super important. And then there's also, um, you know, there's also other ways that we can, you know, get out there to uh, generate, um, you know, additional seller leads, right? Making sure that, you know, we're staying consistent within, um, you know, our farming area. And I, I, a lot of times agents want to spread themselves, you know, too thin and want to farm a whole entire city. But if, if you're really looking to generate some, you know, seller leads, focus on, you know, several different communities, right? And become the local expert in that specific community, yeah. right? Making sure that, you know, uh, you know, holding garage, you know, garage sale events um, or just community events, uh, you know, movie nights, you know, being able to throw those things, but you, you just want to make sure that your name is just always there. Well, and it's something that you, you would say would have to be genuine too. Like it can't be something that you just kind of fake. You really have to be in it. You really have to want to be a part of these communities. I mean, to make it work, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you want to, I mean, just with anything, right? I think people can really tell whether you're being genuine or, or whether you have an alter alternative motive, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, how passionate are you and how involved are you will determine, you know, if someone's going to list with you or not. Yeah. I mean, I see it all the time. Even in my neighborhood, I'm driving around. I know who the dominant agents are based on how many yard signs are out in the neighborhood. And, yeah. and obviously, they're doing something right. But not only that, it's like I'm getting consistent marketing pieces you know, uh, via, um, you know, the mailers and stuff that are always have their name on it. And so, you know, um, I know these, you know, two or three agents by name and I don't even know them. Right. right? And that's the kind of, uh, that's what a really good marketing strategy will do is, um, allow you to uh, feel like you know them directly, but not even have ever really met them. So if I'm, if I'm, if I set aside, you know, what I do, right. If I'm ever looking to list, my house. Um, there's three people that I, I can call based on names, based on marketing pieces, based on them farming the heck, you know, out of, out of my neighborhood. Yeah. And that's what separates those three agents. And that's why they dominate that, you know, that, that neighborhood, mm -hmm. you know, versus, you know, whoever, you know, yeah. randomly hits me up or, you know, I haven't really heard your name too much. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have as confident in front of you, not going to, you know, I'm not going to be confident. I'm not yeah. going to be secure in in my, my decision. And you know, I might give it a, a chance, but at the end of the day, I'm going to work with the expert who knows my neighborhood, who is selling a consistent amount of homes there. Right. So that's just another aspect. So one working your sphere of influence is super important, um, you know, through social media, Instagram and making sure that you're staying consistent mm -hmm. and not just posting, but it's also being engaged. It's also, you know, responding, commenting, and keep the political stuff and, you know, all the other stuff out, yeah. <laughs> out of your posts, right? You never know your audience. But, fully. you know, making <laughs> sure that you're liking their, liking their photos, you know, all it takes is one like, they, they can see who likes. And I, and I think nowadays it's, it's probably, you know, we all want reassurance, right? We all want to feel popular, right? <laughs> right? And and I don't know about you, but even like stories, you know, Instagram stories, when you post a story, it shows how many people viewed it. You know, mm -hmm. everybody clicks on how many people liked it to see who liked it, right? Yeah. Who am I engaging with? And, um, you know, so make sure that you like their family photos, comment, just little things to stay in front 
um, of your sphere is super important. So understanding that. Okay, and then we talked about, you know, obviously dominating your market, um, local farming areas uh, with property cards, postcards, flyers, brochures, um, unique branding on your, your yard signs that are really going to separate you from all the other agents that are in there. Um, those are some things that are going to help you as well. But, but there are also some other things that you can be doing when we talk about, you know, Facebook, Facebook marketing, um, you know, pay-per-click, but within Facebook. Um, you know, like home valuations are, are, are important, right? And not just creating a home valuation postcard, but I would rather spend that money um, in ads via Facebook because at least I know who looked at it, how many people looked at it, age group. I, I mean, it's going to give me all this information. And plus, I can really hone in on certain demographics within Facebook. Um, you know, so if I want to target, you know, um, let's say, you know, want to know what your neighbor's home sold for, mm -hmm. click here, right? Takes me over to an unbranded home valuation landing page. Um, you know, I fill out my information and, um, you know, that's the whole idea is to obviously drive that traffic and ca capture that lead. Yeah. But, um, by doing that, I, you know, within Facebook, we can really hone in on to certain age groups. So, you know, I can target the, you know, the 30 to, you know, 55 plus, right. Within, you know, five miles of, of this radius, um, who, you know, so you can kind of get really creative and hone in on that. And that's, that's one really good way to, um, you know, generate seller leads is making sure that one, your website provider gives you the ability to create landing pages with home valuation lead capture forms built in that are unbranded. Um, you know, the best way to convert is really through unbranded, you know, lead capture forms when we're talking about Facebook and Google, right? When you start branding just yourself, a lot of times agents or just potential sellers and buyers will, will back out when it's unbranded, you know, they think they're going to get the information needed right away. It's not necessarily associated to any one agent and the conversion rate tends to be a little bit higher on those. Um, so that being said, you know, Facebook is another way. So if, if you don't want to invest into the property cards or postcards, which, you know, um, are still important, but you know, at the same time, you want to make sure that your website is able to track the return on investment on those property cards, postcards. But I can tell you what, the conversion rate via Instagram and Facebook are going to be a lot better and our ability to track, you know, who's visited the website um, and who's looked at that ad, you know, how many people I reached. It's more detailed analytics. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So those are just a couple things. And then also, um, you know, expired listings and FISBOs, you know, a, a lot of agents I think are too afraid to, you know, make that initial call. It's becoming really confident in who you are and, and becoming the expert in that area. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, rejection's all part of the game, but you know, the one who's picking up the phone, the one who's, you know, prospecting these FISBOs, um, the one who's calling these expired listings, you know, and, and yeah, you might have to make two, three, 400 calls, but Shit, even if you had to make, and excuse my language here, but even if you had to make a thousand calls, right, to get one listing, that's worth it in itself. Yeah. You know, so, you know, when, when we really focus on generating seller leads, you know, it, you don't need to, you don't need to get so divulged into just the internet marketing. We can, we can do it in other ways, mm -hmm. right, that will um, give us a better return on investment. Um, it, and the reason why we're having this conversation is because a lot of times we get agents that, you know, well, how do I get more seller leads? What kind of programs, you know, are out there to where I can convert? And, and again, I mean, the statistics every single year, you know, 
show us that it's not via Google. It's it's via being involved in the community. It's it's your sphere of influence. It's it's you know calling through FISBOs and you know uh, expired listings, being the, the the local expert in your community, and that is where you're going to generate a lot of your seller leads. You know, on the flip side, you know buyer leads are, are all online, right? Yeah. And so you have to understand the two, and, and you also have to make sure that you're setting aside time in your day, you know, to be very consistent at just engaging with your community. So this is all about being on top of mind, right? It's all about being consistent on everything that we do within our community. Um, you know, being whether it's even going to the coffee shop every day and just being yeah. that wearing a name tag. You well, know? it's almost got to become something that's kind of second nature, really. I mean, it's just got to be who you are and what you're doing. It's the yeah, best way to go it's about not it. a nine to five. Yeah, right. Um, and I think most agents want it to be a nine to five. They just want to sit back, get leads close deals, you know, live the good life. And, and that's not, that's not how it works. And, and anybody, no matter in real estate or business in general, right, you work around the clock, right? But it's all about networking. It's all about, um, you know, being on top of mind. And, and the agents who are doing that consistently are the agents who are dominating the market. So at some point you have to start somewhere and that somewhere is your sphere of influence. So what are you doing? The question is, is what are you doing on a consistent basis to make sure that you're staying in front of your friends, your family, you know, via social media? I promise you, you know, setting up a, a business page is great, but if, if only 25, 40, 50 people like your business page, then that's all you're staying in front of versus my personal page, you know, um, I have eight, 15, 2,000 friends, you know, and a lot of agents try to separate the two. And while, you know, that is great, it, it doesn't mean that we still don't post those things on our social media. So every time I sell a listing, I want to post that. And I want to congratulate my buyer or my seller because social media is all about engagement. It's all about staying in front of people. And that being said, when I post something like that, how many likes will I get? How many comments will I get? And the more likes, the more comments, the more interaction that I get, the more visibility I get through my friends of friends of friends of friends, that sphere of influence. And that's ultimately what we're trying to achieve here. You got to sell yourself. So if they're liking that kind of stuff, that means they're liking you. They're going to want to work with you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So those are just some basic things. I mean, again, we talk about this all the time. There's a lot of right ways to do things right. This is just what I would suggest, you know, any agent, you know, really focus on, you know, stop trying to worry about buying stuff, you know, when, when you can spend time, you know, engaging and get more out of that than you would, you know, going to a third party and buying some random, you know, seller lead that doesn't really know you. I mean, you're still competing. You're still, you know, you're still, so, so rearrange some of your priorities. It's not as hard as, is what it, what it looks. It's just a matter of being consistent in everything that you do. And, um, that's really what I want agents to take, you know, take from this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we covered some good points there. Um, really appreciate you on this one, Nick. If you guys have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to us at support at agentelite.com. You can check out our website at Agent Elite, or you can visit us on social media at Agent Elite or at Agent Elite Inc. Thank you guys again. Stay tuned for next week.